Hey everybody, this is Evan. Just letting you guys know before you listen to this week's episode of Bumble Dickin, a show and tale podcast. At one point we did have a bit of an audio issue with my microphone. So you're going to hear a change somewhere in there in which my audio starts getting picked up through Chelsea's mic. So if you're wondering why the sound starts to sound different, that's why. Also for the audio version of this podcast, we will be cutting out the audio from when we actually played through Five Nights at Freddy's. So if you're interested in seeing how that went, please check out our YouTube channel because the segment will be included in that version of this week's podcast. We will conclude with our thoughts after the game in this audio version of the podcast, so make sure you stick around to listen to the whole thing so you can hear how it went. Thanks, and enjoy this week's show. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Evan. <laughs> Why are we gathered here today? We're gathered here for episode two of Bumble Dick and a Show and Tell podcast. Yes, correct. We are here for episode two of that. Um, do you want to tell them what we watched this week? Yes. Um, at this point, last week. But it's, I think it's, no, it's been exactly a week um, a since months. we watched it. It's a little bit different today um instead of two shows we're talking about a movie mm-hmm. um that i i technically presented because i was like we should watch it though i had never seen it because it's new so you know what this is now a movie review podcast this is technically a movie review because like what do i have to argue it is true but you are there's part two to this oh god Nice. Part two to this. That's Told not you. getting edited out. I, you're welcome. Um, part two to this of you presenting the game. Yes. Okay. Did I spoil it? Spoiler. No. <laughs> I guess we'll talk more about that when we get there. Like, But we're talking about uh, everyone's favorite indie video game turned movie. Five Nights at Freddy's. Period. Which... I'm honestly and genuinely completely dumbfounded that we're talking about this on this podcast. Why? Um, because, well, I, th- I think we can get into that when we talk, once we start talking about what, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, like, as this franchise is. Do you want to start with that or do you want to talk about the movie first? Um, let's start with. Let's start with that, because, yeah. The, like, the franchise? Yeah, because I feel like my thoughts on the movie kind of re- require some background on that. Sure. Um, so, uh, it started in, I want to say 2014. Oh, yeah. I thought this was way older than that. No, 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 it's still relative. It's been eight years since, the, so maybe 2015. And Okay, sorry, keep talking. I will, I, I will be quiet, not interrupt. So... Uh, a gentleman by the name of Scott Cawthon uh, had made a, a video game. What's funny? A gentleman and a scholar by the name of Scott, whatever you said. Um, <laughs> he created a video game that got a lot of negative feedback um, because the, the designs of the characters in the game just seemed a little too creepy for the vibe he was going for. So it wasn't supposed to be scary. Somebody's going to watch this and correct the mess out of me. His first game... Which was something about a a beaver, like a like a beaver character, uh, like was beavers. not well received. 
So he took that and was like, all right, if people think that my characters that I create are so creepy, I'm going to make a horror game out of it. So enter Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, he creates this game, just one person by himself. And super simple. You'll see. I mean, you've already talked about it. We're going to play it uh, in a little bit. You'll see how simple it is. But also, for the time, it was very, uh, it was it was very different, and it inspired a lot of fan games and a lot of other games that have come out since then. But what it really did was made for excellent uh, YouTube commentary, like people playing it and reacting to playing it. It oh, I blew... used to watch playthroughs of video games in college. Yeah. Okay, it blew up on YouTube because hundreds of people were playing this game because a lot of people were like, I want to see this person's reactions to the scares. I'm going to see this person get jump scared. I want to see this person beat the game, all this stuff. So it kind of built up a reputation for its presence on YouTube. Um, it got so popular. The second game I want to say came out three months later. Oh my gosh. Yes. And is Um, he like, like, was this done through a company, or, like, was it literally him. just him making the game? Him. So it's just, like, Stardew Valley? Yeah. Okay. Um, I cannot verify when and if he ever got more people to help him. Three months. Wow. He is, I will say, jumping the gun a bit, he is no longer making them, but he is kind of, he's taken, like, a supervisor position. Okay. He's kind of stepped away. He did co-write the screenplay to the movie, um... Yeah, so that was a new venture for him. But another thing that was interesting about it, about the series, was the the lore of the game. Um, which, just saying lore and talking about Five Nights at Freddy's is kind of like a meme in itself. I will say one thing. I was, let's see, I would have been 24 when it came out. I'm a big horror game fan, so like... You were 24 in 2014? Yeah, I know, I'm older than you. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Um, it, uh, it, so I, I got attached to it because, uh, it was a cool, like, horror experience, and then I kind of stuck with it because of the lore of the series, that's what grabs me into it. It's giving cult following, for sure. For sure. Nowadays, you will see that it has a much more, it has, its presence is much more located amongst tweens. Oh, interesting. And a younger audience. Okay. Um, not to say that adults don't still play it. And can enjoy it. But I think there was a reason that the movie was kept PG-13. And didn't push the boundary to, to R. Because they knew their audience... Was young. Was going to be younger. And I think I saw a report. I don't know how true this is. Um, 80 to 90% of the people who saw it over, over opening weekend were like under the age of 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or maybe 40. I don't remember. But... It was, it was, the point of the article was that a younger generation made up a vast majority. And it did very well at the box office. I want to say like 160 million. It was, um, the biggest, we're, I'm getting away from the games for a second. That's okay. But it was the biggest box, or it was the biggest opening weekend for that studio, Blumhouse, who has made a bunch of low, low-ish budget horror movies. Um, but it was the biggest one they've ever had. I want to say it was the second biggest opening weekend for a horror movie since It Chapter One, the new It yeah. that came out a few years ago. Um, 
So it, it it's kind of crazy because it's also getting very terrible reviews. So it's kind of interesting that a movie... It's getting terrible reviews from critics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fans of the game. Like, diehard fans are loving it. Well, that's what I was going to... And I don't know... I mean, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. I was. I don't want to jump ahead if you're like, ah, don't... I've already well, jumped. I've jumped from games to the back of the movie. Okay, stuff. great. I, as someone who has not played the games, feel like maybe the presentation of like what the movie was going to be was a little bit like being catfished. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I understand, like from experiencing it, watching it with you and Shadia, like... And then from talking to other friends, so like um, one of my roommate's boyfriends saw it the other night and he was like, it was so good, I want to see it again. And I was like, I mean, it wasn't, it, I, it was not work. bad. Let me be clear. I wasn't like, wow, that movie sucked. Yeah. But I did fall asleep for like a solid 10 minutes. Uh-huh. It was really slow. And like, it was not, I would argue that it wasn't scary at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, I told you at the beginning of the movie, I was like, if it's a scary movie, anyone who's watched any scary movie with me knows that I'm going to scream. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was not scared at any point in time of this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where, like, I was like, oh, it's going to be this horror movie based on, like, a scary video game and, like, thinking there's going to be a lot of action. And they're like, wasn't? Mm-hmm. So I think that was where, like, for me, I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand the hype, but like I said, from watching it with you and Shadia, I understand that it was for, it was for the people who have played the game. Yep. And that, I mean, confirmed by the producer, but hear me out. The Mario movie. Mm -hmm. I would argue now I've played most of the Mario games. So maybe I'm, my opinion's irrelevant in that because I've done that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a great movie in general. Terrific. Yeah. So then I'm like, I will agree. It's better than, the FNAF movie by leaps. Now, my favorite part of the movie, can I tell you? Which which movie? Mario or no, FNAF? No, no. F- FNAF. Welcome to Not the club. Not to be confused with it. Five Sauce. <laughs> um, I don't get the joke. Five Sauce? Yeah. Should I know, understand this joke? Five Seconds of Summer, you know? It, it's a... Is it a band? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it was just... Uh, okay. Okay. I'll, let me get yelled at in the comments. It's fine. No, no. I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared for these podcasts to come out because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be one, the one who's ripped a new one in these comments. No. Well, I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Be nice. Come Everybody you, has an opinion. Do you want to know something? Kindness costs nothing. And remember, she liked Demon Slayer. I did like Demon Slayer. I I, I really don't think the movie was bad. I just like... If it helps, everything you just said about it, as a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, I 100% agree. And I think that's the thing. is like, I, I can... And I can appreciate something that is for the fans. Mm-hmm. There are several things in life that I'm like, I'm glad they did this because it was for the fans. Yeah. You know? Um, but the thing about... And the thing about the Mario movie is they did a better job at... Well, first of all, Mario is more well-known than Five Nights at Freddy's. But I think they did a better job at making a movie that is accessible to everybody. People that know Mario, people that don't really know Mario. I feel like you can watch that movie and have a good time with it. I do feel like, and I don't even feel like I know, because again, the producer, Jason Blum, confirmed this, and the director have confirmed that it was made for fans. I think they could have done a little bit 
of a better job at making it a little more... And you know, with the sequel, because there's going to be one, oh, it made it so left, much money. Oh, it was so open-ended, too. Yeah, it's very open-ended. It's, it's, um, it's, and I guess we might go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the FNAF movie, spoilers run. at some point. Yeah, <laughs> run to Peacock. Go watch it now. Run to your local movie theater. But yeah, support local theaters. Yeah, I love it. going to the movies. Um, um, but in the... It's sequel, maybe it'll learn from that and try to find a way to make it more... I wanted it to be scarier. That's that's the big thing. And I'm... I'm I f- you can make a PG-13 movie scary. Yeah. You, you don't need gore. There was not even, and, like, a thriller aspect to it, I feel no. like. No. And a lot of... Uh, a lot of people were... One of, the, one of the biggest critiques I'm getting is that midway section where the... Where the I girl, fell asleep. Maybe. Where the girl... <laughs> And uh, starts to befriend them, and they have, like, that moment where they build the fort, and they're hanging out, and they're just vibing. You easily people... could make that scarier. Yeah, but a lot of people are like, this is supposed to be scary, and this is so out of pocket. And the argument from fans is that you got to remember that these are kids. And not I, not the audience, like, they're the, kids. The, yeah, and I get, I get that. I do agree with that, but then maybe what it needed, my opinion is irrelevant. Let's be clear. No, it's not. Well, thank you. That's so kind of you. Maybe what it Hold needed... Hold on, let's hear the opinion. Hold on. <laughs> I take it back. Wrong. Um, is, like, the... So, before she befriends him, when it's just him on, like, night two, mm-hmm. maybe there needed to be more thriller scariness. Because even when, like, um, those people got got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they got got, like, I even that like would, like, happen so fast and it wasn't, just, like... We're sorry to interrupt, but we are just... Maybe we should have started at the beginning of the movie and worked our way to the end and kind of talked about We that. We could restart. We're jumping all over the place. No, no, no. You know what? We're just bumble dicking. We're just bumble dicking. Thank we're, you. We're learning how to do this as we go along. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll be <laughs> more organized because we're jumping the gun. But sorry, continue. The, the moment where the people got got, the like, people breaking in. Like, that could have been scarier. Yeah. And then, like, at the end, I think that section, it felt really short the horror sec the sections of it that were thriller and like were horror were so short compared to some of the exposition of the movie where i was right. like you spent over i would say half of the movie just kind of giving the lore to the people who don't know what's going on mm-hmm. so like and i i get that that's important cuz they were trying to make it stand alone a little bit but right and and lore in those games is also like cuz that's the thing like i said it keeps me uh, wanting to play it mm-hmm. as I learn more and more about the story and it keeps growing and expanding. Um, so they had to, I think they, they had, to, they jumped a little too much into the, the lore of it when they could have had more of the scares. One of the things about the first game that I think made it scary other than just like randomly there'd be like, ah, you know, like a jump scare. But there wasn't any of that in this movie. There wasn't any of Not that. Not any. But the thing that makes it scary for me is... So the way, and we'll get into this, and you can know this a bit ahead of time about the gameplay. You each night goes from midnight to six a.m., and each hour is like a like a I don't know two minutes, two and a half minutes or so, maybe less than that, okay. probably less than that. I'm probably flubbing that up. But so you have to make it that whole time. You're <laughs> you're having to micromanage keeping your eyes on certain animatronics making sure certain animatronics are not coming in. 
and you all, but also like you have the pressure of uh, a battery life to your office. And if you keep utilizing certain things, your battery drains faster. If you keep using the camera too much, your battery drains faster. And then if your battery goes out, the lights go out in the place you that leaves got. it open. You most likely get got. Sometimes you can get lucky. That's uh, that's a little tidbit, but um, so the pressure of like not knowing if you're gonna. It was more like the struggle of not knowing if you're gonna be able to make everything work and survive that time. I don't know how you could translate nothing. that to a movie, but that's fair. I I get that. I th- I think it's because <laughs> let me be clear. I know nothing about the games. I barely know anything about the movie. Mm-hmm. I just think it could have. I think it could have been. I just think it could have been better. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't bad by any means. Because, but like, well, I feel like animatronics, kind of like how clowns, in recent years, have become associated with being creepy when they didn't used to be. Yeah. I feel like animatronics are kind of falling into that trend where there's something about the, you know, the rugged nature of everything. Can you do that one more time? You know, you got to get like... <laughs> a, uh, oh, yeah. That's going online. Sidebar. And if you watch this, I'm sorry. I had a friend in school who at every dance would do the robot and he was like absurdly good at it. Was it Brooks? So it was not Brooks. Dang. He would... Um, he would. He was so absurdly good at it. The entire school would form a circle around just him <laughs> as he was doing it. And this was like to music that probably shouldn't have been getting the robot done to it. Um, like... So it was a lot of. And he was like completely deadpan the whole time. He's like, I'm trying to think of what was what was popular when you were in high school. Some Cascada. Because every time we... T- no, actually, that feels like it definitely fits with the robot. No, well, I'll, you're right. That probably would, but that I was thinking of the song that was popular. Um, but anyway, this uh, something about animatronics has become inherently creepy. Um, so I feel like if you do it the right way... Like, my, th- let me... This is getting into, like, what I find scary about scary things. I love it in a movie where you see something... And it's not, the attention is not super drawn to it. Mm. And you have to think, did I just see that? Almost to the point where you want to rewind it and be like, was that a thing? Because like, it makes you question like your own reality in a sense. It's just like, did I really just see somebody walk by there? There was no sense of paranoia. Well, the only thing that like felt like paranoia was that, that stupid figurine thing that kept showing up in different places. But yeah. even then, it was so slap you in the face. Which was just, uh, and that was just like, the funny thing is that was just a gag. That's a character from the second game. Have you seen um, Doctor Who? Uh, bits and pieces. Okay, I couldn't tell you what they were called, but there's an episode where virtually there's these like statue things. Weeping angels. Thank you. Yeah. It's I was going to say, Blank, someone was going to. I have seen it, that one. Thank you. That, I think, is, like, kind of what I was looking for. And that kind of relates also, then, to what you're talking about in the games, where, like, if you look away, like, you have to be careful of, like, what is coming when you're not looking. Yeah. And there was none of that. I won't say none of that. No. I, <gasps> you know what I loved, though? What? The cupcake. The cupcake. I thought you were going to say Josh Hutcherson. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I will say he came on the screen, and I said, oh, Daddy. 
He did a very good job in that film. I thought he was great. I will say. But my opinion is, is way swayed because I could lick I, him. I thought he did a good job, especially because that's like, like the character of the night guard in the games is just so ambiguous. Oh, interesting. Um, well, depends on who you ask, because some people, like, the lore is that the guy is the robot bunny, the serial killer's son, older son. It, 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 there's so much. Remember how I said we need to have a wine night where we watch? <laughs> okay, if there was a random cut, sorry. My bad. Sorry. Um, no, but what I was saying, we talked about having, like, a wine night and watching... Showing you some of like the theories behind this, yeah, that just would be because fun. it's so outrageous. But I interesting. I find it interesting. I think I don't know, and we haven't really discussed my preferences in video games because I well, we kind of did in the last podcast where I was like, I hate cutscenes. I I I don't have patience, you know, like at all for anything. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm more. I'm working on it. It's part of my journey right now. Um, but, like, I, I think I could like, because it seems like this is the kind of game I would enjoy. So I'll be intrigued once we play this. Yeah. So with me and plot with video games, I like it. I like it kind of two ways. I, uh, I mean, I'm simple. A basic plot, I'll handle. What I really like is when a plot is in-depth. It's thrown at you, but it's in depth, and it has layers to it, and it makes you, like, think about, like, what it means. Can you give me an example? Mm, of something you would know. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think Kingdom Hearts would be... Have okay. it. It's in depth. I freaking love Kingdom Hearts. But, like, for those of you that are watching, and you know, like, the Remedy games, like Alan Wake, Control... That's the, I love the stories of those games. She doesn't know what that means, but rude. Um, you know what I know? I know Skyrim because I hated those big spiders. Right. We talked about that on Halloween. I ha- I don't remember that. Yeah. I. <laughs> um, my other favorite kind is when you're playing and there's no story being thrown at you at all, but you're finding stuff in the environment. Have you ever heard of Dark Souls? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, notorious for being super diff... Well, I'll say super punishing, because if you aren't good at... Some people can play that game and be like, this is easy, but some people can play that game and be like, this is the hardest thing ever. Um, the story of that game is not... It's kind of set up at the beginning. It gives you kind of like a basic, like, this is the world you're in. And then you kind of just explore, and you kind of figure out the world based Ugh. on details around you. Like... They're environmental storytelling is what it is. Yeah. Like, you'll enter a room and there will be, like... Like, this is a really basic example. You enter a room and there's, like, cobwebs around you. And then you walk through a door and you wind up facing a giant spider enemy. Something like something that, like, sets up, like... Hmm. It's like, if you're really paying attention, you notice these spider webs are all over the place. Some people may not pay any attention to that, and they're just like, da 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 and it's like, oh, it's another thing. I, I'm that person. But for person. me, it sets up, like, something might be coming. There, There's a reason all these spider webs are here, like, more so than there should be. That makes you smarter than I am. Um, 
Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah. Five uh, Nights at Freddy's is kind of like that. It's not really environmental storytelling. Is it's... it open world? I hate open world. Oh, God, no. Okay, thank well, you. Well, there is the spinoff FNAF world game. FNAF. That doesn't sound real. FNAF. Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, okay, how long have we been recording for? 25 minutes. Want... Okay. Um, so, yeah, I like the movie. I I just agree with everything you said. I think it should be scarier. One thing that I think is getting said across the board from people who didn't like it, who did like it, across the board, the set design, because that looked like a yeah pizzeria. Yeah. The animatronics. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because, you know, like I said, my favorite part was the cupcake. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more time. I would have gone as the cupcake for Halloween. I'm not going to say the version of the cupcake no, you were going to go with. But it was going to be iconic. Um, Next Halloween. When FNAF 2 comes out. Yeah, I will be said cupcake. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of surreal um, as a fan seeing those things. Like, Well, then I there. wanted them to be used more because of that. I feel like that... Uh, yeah, I do feel like they were underutilized. But maybe that's because, I, I, I don't know, I really don't know, this is 100% speculation, but, like, maybe that's part of the reason it was was so, like, not utilizing them, was, like, yes, they were amazing, but it also could have caused so many problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. s- just, like... Like them not functioning correctly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is Jim Henson Studios. Yeah. I think... But you I still think are... they're going to function correctly. It's it's going to be... Well, fun. then why not use them? I don't know. That's a good question. So that's on them. That's a good question. I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Plus, most of the time that they're being used, it's people in suits. Because so they had animatronic ones. But then, like, the three... The, the... So really the only animatronic ones were the cupcake, the kangaroo... Uh, the, and the cupcake Kangaroo was... song! Kangaroo song! There was no kangaroo. Oh, what was it? The fox. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> same My thing. Sick Big Daddy reference. I love that movie. Um, we should talk about we should talk we should do a whole episode dedicated to Adam Sandler movies. Okay, period. Um, I like Billy Madison too. I like Happy Gilmore was my first movie. Uncut I saw. Gems. Oh, period. I know, I like um in my guilty pleasure Adam Sandler movie is a little Nicky. Okay. I, love little Nicky. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, where he's the son of the devil. No, I definitely have not seen that. So it's it's something else. Um, so yeah, they were people in suits. So they had animatronic versions and they had versions. In so suits. then, really, there's no excuse, and it was just boring. And I was gonna say the cupcake was probably the biggest example of them using CG. So then they really have no excuse, and it was just boring. I fell I'm not gonna asleep. say I'm not gonna. For me, it was not boring, but I could understand how somebody who isn't as intrigued with the lore and stuff could fall asleep for 10 minutes. Well, and again, I... Also, the character of the the cop was... I just... I hated that. I thought... I liked... I like her as an actress. Um, and I... Oh, yeah, she's I fine. think she was... Uh, I, like, I think she served the plotline question mark, but, like... It felt very, like, he, neither here nor there. For a while, I was worried that, like, she was, like, a freaking ghost or something. Because I was yeah, like, this is... It, like, it was just getting... 
her presence seemed very uncalled for a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, she felt like she was back and forth. Like, she was like, let's go, let's go for a walk. And then she was like, you better protect your sister. And then or she I'll was shoot like, you. Yeah, and then she's like, <laughs> Bring your I sister can't help and you. And then you. she, like, comes, like, it, it was giving a little too wishy-washy. Yeah. And I don't have place in my life or time for wishy-washy people. Did you like Matthew Lillard? Yeah, I was, oh, I did like, probably 20 minutes ago, I said my favorite part of the movie was when he was doing that job interview, and he was like, the pay's not great. The hours, even worse. I was like, that is being an actor. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> the that's pay, real life right not there. great. Hours, even worse. Yeah. I will say, though, as a, again, as a fan, me and, uh, and Shadia have been talking about like our theories for the second movie and like like it, it's just kept our heads going and going and going and going trying to figure out what where they can go from here are we spoiling the thing i mean we've talked I about the whole plot spoilers. line okay great so for sure he's not dead like it was very what? abundantly clear he's not dead so in the third so game so in the third game random cut maybe um it i mean do you care about spoilers about the games? No, because you know that the plot line I'm not going to care about anyway. Play the game, and then when we watch the video about it, you're going to Why would you say I would never play the game? You, you don't know my life. I, when people t- first of all, when people tell me I'm not going to do something, you better bet I'm going to do it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I remember the, the, the water from that, from Pelagius. People are going to be like, Pelagusi? Um, I yeah. knew it would make it in somehow. Um, Someone tells me I'm not going to do something. I have to prove them wrong. The third game... This is light spoilers. The third game takes place in the distant future of the franchise. Not like, in the distant future, and like people are in flying cars. But like, <laughs> in the future of the franchise. Um, <coughs> and the, they've started an attraction based around Freddy's. They're kind of like, oh yeah, these kids died. Like years ago, and it became this whole thing, and now we're gonna capitalize on that by making a like a theme haunted mansion type thing where we're gonna have props from the old restaurant we're gonna put in, we're gonna make it, and then you're the security guard that's supposed to keep it in check and make sure nobody breaks in. So the first night, literally nothing happens. Then the second night, the guy that's leaving your your instructions every night is like, "You'll never believe it." We went to the old location and we broke down a wall. We found a real animatronic behind the wall, man. Oh dear it's God! It's this dude in a, or it's this, it's this yellow bunny suit. And so at that point, and he's the only animatronic in the whole game that's trying to get you, or that can get you. And it's him. It's the killer, and he's in his yellow rabbit suit, but he's not alive. He, I mean, think about it logistically. He stuffed the bodies of those kids. This is really weird to talk about. He stuffed the bodies of those kids into the suits. They possessed the suits, and now they're like the animatronics, right? So naturally, what would happen if he's he died possessed of the, the suit? suits? So he's not walking around in there himself, but he is. It's him in the suit, but he's not alive. He's possessing the suit as well. Okay, I can I can get behind that. Yeah, but his rotten old corpse is in there. Ew. That was one thing about the movie that didn't make any hell sense. Like their dead bodies are just chilling in those suits. And there's no stench. 
Wouldn't she have gone up to Freddy and been like, give me a hug, Freddy? Oh. <laughs> Ten feet, Freddy. Ten feet. <laughs> and, and I don't know why they didn't consider that, because that was a big thing about one of the things in the first game. Because, again, the, the game does not explicitly say... Well, it does talk about how five kids went missing, but it doesn't explicitly say by the end of the game. <laughs> you really found that funny, huh? Ten, ten, ten feet, feet Freddy. <laughs> sidebar to my sidebar. Um, Freddy, I do not think was utilized enough. It felt like the Bonnie, who's the rabbit, and Chica, the chicken, obviously. They were the two, and with the cupcake. The, they the were cupcake the was the, and, the star of the movie. No, Foxy, the fox was actually doing you the You mean the kangaroo. Work. The kangaroo. <laughs> it was doing the most work out of everybody. But it was those three. But the, the movie's called Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. And it felt like Freddy got one good kill in. And it was kind of technically off screen, because it was the silhouette of the girl getting humped. Oh, my God. Remember when he, yeah, he just fucking zoinked her ass. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like... <laughs> We're watching the movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, his teeth are really dull. There's no way he's going to get through her like that. And then literally 10 seconds later, it's like Yoink. her whole body's like, Bleh! and I was like, oh. Did you know that that's Christina's friend? No. Christina with a C. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, no, I did we kind of know. Well, we'll talk. We were talking about Halloween. Yeah. yeah. She was like, that's my friend. And I was like, oh, she got got. She got got real fast. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. Because like you said, Freddy's, and I I really, up until this moment, kind of thought Freddy was the bunny. Nope. Freddy's the bear. Because he's on the logo of the sign out front. Yeah, they, that's that's. They fair. also. But there's a golden one? Yeah, that's, I was about to say. The golden one is super important to the games. If you were an outsider... I didn't even notice he was different when you said that. Like, they did nothing... I mean, obviously, he's a different color if you're really paying attention, but they did nothing, and he's, like, more withered. And is that the little boy that we see? That was the one in the yellow shirt. But... The one that... But he's not the one who's the regular Freddy. No. Regular Freddy, the boy had a top hat. So is that little boy demented? Which one? The yellow one. Why would you say that? I don't know, because he was separate from the other kids. No. I don't, we, we, okay, do you want me to talk about Golden Freddy for a second? Um, In sure. In context of the first game. For, oh, let me finish my original statement. God. Sorry. People are going to love this podcast episode, <laughs> trust. All of our friends who don't give a crap about Five Nights at Freddy's are just going to be like, mute. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we watched that. They're, they're like fast forwarding right now. And they're yeah. like, yeah, you um, guys are so great. <laughs> please watch. <laughs> love me. Um. <laughs> but to finish my original thing in the first game they didn't explicitly tell you these five kids were killed by a guy in a yellow bunny suit and then were stuffed into suits blah 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 blah. They ba- basically how it got told to you was through some communications with this guy who calls you at the beginning of every night and gives you a little bit of information and then also every so often when you're checking the cameras little posters would show up on the walls that would say like it would be like a news article saying uh, five children go missing at pizzeria and like give you some details on that. And there would be stuff that would say something like people started noticing a weird odor coming from the suits. Yeah, I and, can imagine a decaying corpse would do that. Yeah, so that was kind of like how you figured out what was going on in the games. Is like stuff would appear in the cameras or sometimes the phone. We call him phone guy. 
The phone guy would give you Phone guy, aka there's Shaggy. There's phone guy, there's phone dude, there's... <laughs> there's phone bang! <laughs> um, Oopsies. Oops, so, all berries. So yeah, the suits, I don't understand why, because they made it adamant that they were still in the suits in the movie, right? Five feet, ten feet, Freddy. Ten feet, Freddy. <laughs> but not ten feet, Freddy, because they didn't smell, I guess. And it happened 20 years ago in the movie. I think it was 20 years of time. I don't know. I think they said 20 years since they got killed. So it... Tell me they didn't... You were complaining about how the, the pictures on the wall didn't look yellowed enough. They weren't. The pictures on the wall were, like, in pristine condition. Well, we said, we talked, you mentioned the sun, there was no sunlight There was no direct sun exposure. Yeah. Yeah, but, but still, like, yeah. naturally, even if you're, you have a no, book in the attic for, did. yeah, it did. Um, but my thing was the smell. I was like, why are they not But, speaking? hear me out, the pictures on the wall. Then we learn... That the pictures are what, yeah, are what, like, make the children think. So who's to say that the pictures haven't been updated? Potentially. Because, like, that picture of the yellow bunny with the kids and they're all holding hands and, like, laughing, Mm -hmm. that easily could have been something that had been added not 20 years ago. Yeah. To control the the children still. That also, that plot element, I don't remember if you heard me saying this to to Shadia, but um, that was not how it worked in the games as far as I know. It wasn't him in control of these kids making them do this dirty work. That, there's a whole, there's a whole series of books. Um, there's a specific trilogy of books that were kind of created, not to tell you the exact plot of the games, but to kind of almost fill in the gaps. So that's okay. where we first heard about the name William Afton, who was the serial killer um, that Matthew Lillard played. Lillard played. Um, that's where we got that name. That's where we learned more about the origins of Freddy's. The whole thing with him being in control through picture that picture and the whole picture changing to remind the kids that this isn't your friend, that comes from the books. That didn't come from Period. the game. That's kind of nice, though, that they've like involved each piece you know like it's not just like this is the first game it's like they've kind of taken all of the lore and like kind of married it everything everything in that comes out that's five nights at freddy's related is important they released like a like a like it was like a survival guide type thing that had like basically it had like it was mostly for kids but it had like crossword puzzles and coloring stuff but hidden in there were, like, messages that would, like, reveal stuff about the lore of the game. And it's, like, this is just some offshoot, like, coloring book, That's brilliant. But it was important. Mm. And and so that's, that's, again, that's why I'm interested in it, because I think it continues to... It's in need of a little bit of help right now, to be honest. But it, for the period leading up to this point, it, the lore and the way they went about creating that, was cool. Like I remember at the very beginning, you would you would have YouTubers um, that would go onto the to his website, the guy that created the game, and there would be like a still image, uh, adver- like it would be like teasing the next game, and you would go in to the source code, and in the source code you would find a conversation happening between two things, and then or you don't know exactly who it's between, and then people would theorize 
oh, this is a conversation between the ghost of Freddy and the ghost of blah, 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 blah. And it, it was just, it was such an interesting way to market your games while also providing to the lore and plot of your games. It's giving Disney in a sense. Where like, it, this sounds stupid, but like it's, it's very thought out. Yes. Everything kind of has, serves a purpose. I don't think that he had everything planned out from the beginning, but he definitely he is, had a good idea. And he's, it seems like he, he and whoever else is involved at this point, like have done the like continuity work. And like, even though it, yes, it has changed and stuff like that, like there's still like, okay, we created this plot line. How do we evolve and redirect while still adding to and not like completely like having plot holes? Right. Um, and I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are a, maybe a few continuity errors, mm. but that, that, that's in everything. It's yeah. It's kind of unavoidable at a certain point, especially since it was one person working on something. You know, like, it can be hard to, like... I find that the only times that that, like, doesn't really happen is if something starts only as a book series and, like, mm. you've, like, written all the books yeah. and then you start doing things with it. I will say, and I'm not sure how yeah. I feel about this, it's kind of where it's where it's at kind of right now is it's I feel like it's trying to explain the not the science but almost the mysticism of how these kids how how this happens like how they are able to be ghosts in these suits I don't know that that's necessary I think they could just be ghosts in a suit I don't think you need to introduce this there's this stuff called um I'm not gonna remember the word. I'll remember it in like five minutes, and I'll just be like, "But, but um, there's like a certain." Uh, I love you, Zach. There's a certain uh, like <laughs> material, not material. I don't even know how to describe it, but there's this substance that exists now that didn't exist at the beginning, and that kind of explains. Oh, it almost came to me. It kind of explains like why William Afton is possessing the suit. Blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, you know. Also, this is remnant. Called remnant. 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 Bop. Bop. Oh yeah, it's bop. Oh, now I get the. Now I get the Zach. Uh, hi Zach. Um, he's not even gonna watch this. Let's not even lie. Yeah, he's gonna be like, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's okay. He'll no, he'll watch it now because I I'm gonna tell him I mentioned him. Um, and he'll love that. We should have saved this part for the very end. I know. You know. Um, I know that like after we finished it, I. Uh, something I said is I was like, I don't think it needed to be a movie. I understand why it was a movie. And maybe uh, I think with what they gave the audience, it felt more like a mini series mm-hmm. where like there could have easily been lots of cliffhangers and like you could have done five episodes mm-hmm. at like 40 minutes long mm-hmm. and like made it. But I can also see how like, I think just, like, with what they gave... Yeah, and I get that. With what they gave, though, it didn't feel like a movie. This also has been in production for forever. Tragic. I don't know the exact year, but it's gone through... And this is, in some ways, a testament uh, to Scott Coffin. I don't want to super get into Scott Coffin, because there's some stuff that I don't agree with. Zoinks, scoop. But that's, that's a whole other subject matter. I'm specifically talking about him as a developer of a game. Oh, period. Okay. Just as a developer of a game. And we can, you and I can talk about that later, exactly what I'm talking about, but that's not important to this podcast. Um, 
he he would not let a script be approved if he didn't think it was the right one. They went through several variations of scripts. In fact, to the point where you will see in recent years, there's been some almost like Five Nights at Freddy's light movies. There's this movie called Willy's Wonderland that stars Nick Cage. It's pretty much it's 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 good, but it's like bad good. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say a single word in the entire movie. Oh, he so basically, he basically, he gets like a flat tire and, um, in order to pay to repair it or something, he has to do like an overnight shift at an old restaurant full of animatronics and they were possessed by a cult or something and they came back and they, they're just trying to kill him, but he's like beating the absolute crap out of all of them. And that's like the fun part is watching Nick Cage just beat the absolute crap out of these animatronics. Period. Um, so like I, that may have been a script that didn't work for FNAF. So they were like, all right, we're going to sell this idea off to something else. Um, Does that mean we should now watch me beat the crap out of some animatronics? Do I get to, do I get to, do I I'm get to fight I them? I can't hear you anymore. I also realized that like maybe but 10 minutes ago. It's because I'm loud. Um, you beat up, what? You want to Do beat I up get to beat up the animatronics in the game? No. Oh, well then what is the point? Surviving. It's a survival horror. Well, kind of. Okay. Is this a good segue into us transitioning to the game? Probably. Final thoughts? On the movie. Final thoughts on the movie. Um, it was boring. Um, it, it wasn't boring. That really sounds harsh. It just... No, say what you mean. It, I'm glad I watched it once. I don't think I'll ever need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I think even if I played the games and picked up the... Watched the second movie, I don't think I'd need to re-watch the first one. Sure. Um, I'm in a similar boat. I don't think it was boring. I think it could have been a lot better. But I appreciate the attention to detail. I appreciate... Um, I appreciate the... the, the I, I, Some people say the acting's bad, and some of it is. But, like, from the core group, I think it's fine. I think yeah. Matt Jefferson knocks it out. I think Matthew Lillard is... I, yeah, I thought he was great. ...evil... Um, I think, oh, I will say, I think he was a little, (sighs) I think he's brilliant. Let me be clear. I think he is brilliant. From the, from the top of the movie, I knew he was the bad guy. Well, can I, I actually should mention that. They, when they announced his casting, they said he was cast as William Afton, which is the name that everybody knows as the serial killer. And then halfway through marketing, they started calling him Steve Raglan, which is his like undercover name. And it's kind of like, I mean, you kind of spoiled it from the beginning when you announced casting and everything. So, but oh, yeah, it is kind of on the nose, isn't it? Another, another, um, at when we were watching the movie, the first time he came on the screen, I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, Ghostface is dead. Stu is not dead. I'm convinced. That Stu, is a, Stu have you ever picked up, dead. picked up a TV like that? Matthew Lillard has said he does not think Stu is dead. I don't think, you think ever You come don't back think he would have come he, back for Sydney? Actually, I'll show you this. Uh, there actually is a little teaser in one of the new screen movies that he might be alive. It's like a little blurb on like an internet article. If he's a, if he's alive, I'm coming for him myself. Leave Sydney alone. Leave Sydney alone. I 
think that if we learn anything about FNAF, it's leave Sydney alone. That's what I learned from FNAF. This is what happens when Stu lives. Okay. Okay. So we're going to play the game. We're going to transition to playing the game. Uh, we'll play just a little bit, and then I think we come back for just a few more minutes to kind of talk about how that experience. Yeah. Was. was and how it affects our view of the movie uh, and all that stuff. Also, not that my um, potty mouth has been uh, terrible or great. I have not used self-control, but you all need to be prepared that I am very vocal while playing games. Go team. You start from the beginning. So that was Five Nights at Freddy's, the first game. Dude, okay. <laughs> now I'm angry. Uh-huh. Now I'm more upset with the movie. Because that game was terrifying. Yeah, it was funny because at first you're like, is this it? There is a lot of sitting, but the paranoia. Like, there was so much more like, eh. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I screamed. We saw. Multiple times. So, like, how was that movie? How, how were you as a fan like, yeah, that movie was good. It wasn't scary at all. That game is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um... Because, again, I think what it is, is it's the reason why we enjoy it is it's seeing the realization of the place coming to life. I think that's what we're in in on. I, I, again, I I completely agree that it could have been scarier. A lot scarier. It wasn't at all scary, actually. At all. Um, And I think what, and you can say if you agree, like we kind of talked about this earlier, it's that pressure of not knowing like where something is or like what's going to happen am i going to run out of power uh am I, is and i guess they kind of touched on that in the movie when they were like if you were to be blue but but like what yeah no i i was like i was like no the movie was still good la la no i disagree now after playing that game for 10 seconds flat cuz i was terrified also, do you like all hate yourselves? Like, but I'm not a horror person, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, again, for me, it's mostly the story of the games that I enjoy. I can't say that I've, other than maybe two or three of them, I haven't actually gone out of my way to. There's a truck. No, there's a plane. I hope you all hear that. A bird. It's a plane. Um, I haven't gone out of my way to beat all of them. I've never even beaten that first one, just because... I, it's just like, oh, well, this is what it is, and then I just watch. How long does it take to beat the game? I mean, we Probably like half. If you're, oh, no, more than a half, half hour. an hour? No, probably in an hour. You can play the whole game in a half hour. I take it back. I understand now. I didn't understand how someone could release a video game like that quickly, like the turnaround. I understand now. Well, that was the very first one. It's like playing addictinggames.com when you were 13. The second one it adds a few more mechanics to it. Oh, now people are going to be mean to me. I'm going to piss people off now. No. I mean, you have a valid opinion. And to be honest, I feel like the community is used to getting hated on at this point. I, or not hate, not the community getting hated on, having the game be hated on at this point. I get that if you like scary, if you like scary things. That's not me. So mm-hmm. I guess that in and, in and of itself, like, skews me away from it. But like, what? It's like... There's a lot to do and simultaneously nothing. It's not terribly, like, advanced. And I guess you're saying, like, it develops more. It's 
I don't know. I just, I, I don't understand fully how that game correlates to that movie. I recently, one of my favorite YouTubers, um, shout out to Kadikaris. His name is Kadikaris. I, you would. Kadikaris make... goes with Bumble Dickin, if you know what I mean. Well, I adore him, but I, I think you would probably find it's British, but it is oh, like period. absurd British humor. We're talking insane levels. So I think he put it best. He recently talked about those games on his on his uh, show that he does, and um, he recently compared it to it's like being a cashier at a grocery store and being really frustrated with everything until your boss in a furry suit comes to yell at you. <laughs> yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's a lot of micromanaging. It's a lot of, like, check this light then, put this door down. Also, I'm sorry. Check my this fi- camera. My first issue. $120 a week. <laughs> yeah, well, that was always a gag bit. Like, that's not meant to be. Though, you should see the, um, one of the guys that has become really closely associated with the games. His name's Matt Pat. He has a channel called Game Theory. He was actually in the FNAF movie. Oh, yes. Um, okay. He, um... In one, in one of his millions of videos about Five Nights at Freddy's, he he tried to deduce what year it was it took place in based on the amount of money you were making per week. And, like, he based that on minimum wage around this time, stuff like that, and... But um, yeah, he does. He does a lot of. So it was his answer. What year should it have been? I think it was in the nineties, early nineties. A hundred and twenty dollars a week. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, that was nothing. Nothing. That's a that's a bill. Yeah. Yeah, these days that's a bill. Um. Anyway. Uh, would so my question? I guess. I guess my question to see if we continue to do something, although I don't know if we would ever talk about it on the podcast, because I think we may one and done until our until our Let's Play channel. There's happens. no way. There's no way in hell I'm playing that game before you you ask the question. Oh, I was gonna ask: Are you still down for Wine Night? Yeah, I could watch more lore on it, but let me be clear: I'm never playing that game ever again. For reasons A being. You don't think it's that good, and B being, but also it's terrifying. Yeah. Okay, I think that's a pretty good consensus. It can be scary, but like the core mechanics of it are not. It's that like monot. It's 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 like playing one of those games on your like. Okay, when I get stressed out, anxious, overstimulated, I sit and play Spider Solitaire on my phone. Mm-hmm. Frequently, people are like, "What are you doing?" And I am almost always playing Spider Solitaire. That game to me, I could play like I played Spider Solitaire on my phone. Like, it's kind of like absent-minded a little bit, even though, like, you're actively doing things. If I could get over the fear aspect of it, it's like... It's like just one of those random phone games. And it's like I told you, like, one of the secrets to beating that first one is just check that one camera. You don't even have to check the other cameras. And then just check the two lights. lights, flash your lights, and then once Freddy gets involved... I think you have to close the doors at certain points because Freddy sneaks into the room. He doesn't ever appear outside a door. He sneaks in and will get you that way. And I thought he was going to do that because at one point we heard his little... I don't know if you heard it. I did like the sound effects. Like, I did... I will say that. Like, I liked, like, hearing them in the kitchen or, like... I, I also had a hard time seeing, like... Like, you were like, oh, that person is in there. And I, like, absolutely could not tell where they were. There was the... I think it was just the Freddy thing. The... 
There was one part where I was trying to find Freddy and his eyes were lit up in the back. No, there were some times where you're like, oh, that person's in the hallway. And I was like, yeah, 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 that person's in the hallway. Um, I, well, I think when we watch, I can't remember if he has gameplay in his video, but when we watch the Wine Night video, I think he has gameplay. Okay. So you might be able to see stuff as it progresses. I'm not entirely sure of that. If not, we should at least like watch. I should show you a clip from each game so you can see how it goes. Because it does get, um, like the most recent one, which was not designed by him. And a lot of people are not actually fans of, um, took place in a, like a eighties themed neon shopping mall. Okay. And it is free roaming. You're walking around. And the animatronics are walking around as well. And you're trying to avoid them as uh, much as you can. But not a lot of people like that one. I feel like I need to redact something I said. Sure. I will never play that game again. Mm -hmm. Brings me anxiety. In not a fun way. And I know I said that, like, I don't love horror, which is the truth. I Mm. love, but I love, like, thriller type things. And I love action. So I stand very strongly with my original statement that if the movie reflected more of what I felt the emotion playing the game, I would be here to watch it. Sure. Because I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching you play. Yeah. I didn't enjoy being the player because I was so like, (sighs) and that's another reason why, like I mentioned, it blew up on YouTube because people were playing it, but so many more people would rather experience it. Watch the playthrough. By watching it. There's a particular YouTuber named Markiplier who was supposed to be in the movie but uh, could not. But he he's, he he's so attached to the project because of how much he brought attention to it. It's He's pretty much just like part of the team at this point. He might Period. as well be. But even he has, I believe, openly said like his critiques and stuff about the games and stuff like that. So... While still having an appreciation for it. Period. So that was Five Nights at Freddy's. That was something. That was our episode. The episode that I never thought would happen. It just, again, it just seems so weird to be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's with with you in particular. <laughs> Why me in particular? I don't know. Well, I think you just the... don't seem... I, I, I know you say you play games, but we haven't talked enough about games for me to... And I don't, I don't play like... I, it's not like I'm like... <laughs> you aren't like gonna go home and hop on your switch oh well, if i had it i would oh fair story for another pod it means... <laughs> or, or not but the deep um, cut yeah but buy I, our pay buy into our patreon and we'll <laughs> yeah i i i like video games i like like the activeness of it i don't um and, and like we said in the rich in the first episode like I, I tend to be someone who, like, if someone shows me something and I, like, enjoy it, I will continue. Mm-hmm. So, like, Demon Slayer, I'm excited to see the next episode. Five Nights at Freddy's, I'm now intrigued to see a second movie because I would also be interested to see if after the reviews and after the comments, even from the fans, to see how they move forward. If mm-hmm. they add more action, if they make it a little scarier. The natural progression, if they do follow the games... And this is a slight spoiler, but if we watch the the video at Wine Night, it'll be told to you anyway. Uh, the second game is a prequel. Okay, period. Oh, which actually I would be about. Yes. 
would be um, about that. It doesn't set itself up like that until the very end when you get your paycheck and it's revealed that it takes place in uh, a year earlier, years before okay. the first game would have. So, like, I think that's I think that's the thing is like, yeah. Yeah. I make no. I can't use those words. Fair. <laughs> um. Okay. So I think we've talked about it enough. Yeah. So. Until next time. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And share. Smash that like button. Isn't that what people say on YouTube? Smash that like button. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. (laughs) All right. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.